Welcome to Atari Bytes, the show where we take a bite out of the story within a classic Atari 2600 game and see if that story bites us back. My name is Bill. Thanks for listening. This is episode 4 of Atari Bytes, and the game we're going to talk about this week is River Raid, a 1982 Activision game. But first, what's new? How's life? What's treating you good and treating you bad? Mostly the good. Let's just talk about the good. It's the end of a long work week. As I record this, it's Friday night, I have a beverage by my side, a cat at my feet, and Atari games on my screen. So life is pretty good. Uh, so what's been going on? X-Files is still rumbling along. At this point, we've seen four of the six episodes. Number four was proper horror story. What they've done in these first four episodes is showcase what the series used to do really well, which was flex its muscles, and bounce between genres. They could do a straight-up creepy story one week, a horror story the next, and a funny story the week after that. They've managed to do all of that already in these four episodes. So I am equal parts looking forward to and dreading these final two. Although with the ratings that they've been pulling down, I can't help but think that there will be more episodes in the future. But as I always say, we're not here to talk about the X-Files. We're here to talk about Atari games. So River Raid. Like I said, it's an Activision game. And this is cool because I always liked, as a kid, the Activision games in particular. Um, because the graphics were awesome. At least in the Activision games that I saw. The things on the screen in a game actually look like the things that they're supposed to be. With a lot of Atari games back in the day, you kind of had to take it on faith that if the manual told you you were fighting uh, robots and spiders and tanks or whatever, that that's really what you were fighting because the little cursors and blips and pixels on the screen didn't really look like those things. But the Activision games, they seem to get it right. And River 8 doesn't disappoint in that respect. The other cool thing about doing this game tonight is um, even though I played Atari games 30-some-odd years ago, I had never played this particular game until about a week ago. I got it recently off of eBay. Thank you, seller on eBay. Um, I distinctly remember as a kid this being one of the games that I circled in those little catalogs that you got with the other games advertising upcoming titles, but for whatever reason, I just never got the game. But now, finally... 30 years later, I got to play it. And I gotta tell you, it was worth the wait. Although, I was a little worried tonight that the wait was going to be a little bit longer. As I got ready to record this, I was having a little trouble with the cart that I bought. The uh, contacts or something are a little hinky on them, and I had to fuss with it a little bit to get it to play. If anyone has any magic uh, repair tricks 
for these old Atari cartridges. Drop me a line and let me know, because I don't know what the secret is. Uh, although I did manage to get this game done. But we're here. I've played it. It's awesome. It's super fun. The colors are great. The sound is great. The stuff in the game, the boats and planes and whatnot, look like what they're supposed to look like. So let's get into it. Looking at the official River Raid plan of operation, and it tells me that my mission is to score as many points as possible, duh, by destroying enemy tankers, helicopters, fuel depots, jets, and bridges before your jet crashes or runs out of fuel. So you set the game up, you are told that you get, this is either a one player or a two player game, uh, with the two players taking turns. You start out with three jets in your squadron, and you launch out over the River of No Return, which is a river divided into sections with a bridge at the end of each section. The river is always changing. Sometimes there are islands, narrow channels, bays, lots of enemy ships and aircraft moving to block your path. The farther down river you fly, the fewer fuel depots you find. In some areas, fuel is quite scarce, so you really have to move if you want to survive. The quandary there, of course, is you need the fuel to survive, but you also get points for destroying the fuel depots. So, what's a guy to do? Well, we'll find out. Um, Alright, so that's the setup for the game. That's about all the uh, manual tells us. The uh, designer, uh, Carol Shaw, they even have her picture in here, she does give you some handy tips. Uh, the main one being, uh, basically, get really good at the game. Because when you get really good at the game, then you can do things like blow up a fuel depot while you're getting fuel. That's like adding insult to injury. Um, which is pretty awesome in a mercenary sort of way. Alright, so let's get into it. I think after this break, we'll blow some stuff up. is poised to launch out over the river of no return. Let's blow some stuff up. Take that enemy ship and you too, fuel dump. It's a lovely river. Clear, blue, pristine. The EPA can be proud as I dump a whole bunch of bomb casings to the bottom of the riverbank. Ooh, there goes my first jet. The interesting thing is the enemy planes and uh, boats and things don't actually shoot back at you. They don't really do anything except try to run into you. Surprisingly effective, but it makes me wonder if they're not so much enemies as they are just bad drivers. No! Jet number two. Man. Take that and that. These boats don't really look like battleships to me. They look more like, I don't know, speedboats. I keep expecting bikini girls uh, water skiing behind them. Stop thinking about bikini girls, Bill. Focus on the mission. On some of the little islands in the middle of the river, there are things that look to me like Area 51 space saucer depots. It's weird. Well, that was my last jet. Mission successful? 
we'll find out. Back to you in the studio. Okay, so that was a little bit of me playing River Raid for one of only a very few times in my life, which, again, I still think is kind of cool, being <clears throat> the age that I am. To play an Atari game for the first time is a pretty awesome feeling. Um, I like this game. Uh, like I said before, it's an Activision game, uh, which is a favorite. The game looks great. It sounds great. I don't think in the uh, clip that you heard of me playing, you got to hear the low fuel chime, which kicks in when your fuel gauge drops below, I think it's about a quarter of a tank. And then at that point, you have to stop blowing stuff up and actually put some gas in the tank. Um, the, sound, the chime sounds like this. So when you hear that, you have to stop blowing up depots and get some gas. Top off the fluids. Check the tires. Maybe grab a slushy and some porn on your way up. Wait, that might be some, something else. Anyway. So when I play this game, you know, I'm looking at these great graphics, and I'm seeing all these planes and ships, and things are blowing up, and all of that. It looks to me like an episode of the A-Team. It's very bright, it's very colorful, lots of explosions, and not a whole lot of substance. Ostensibly, the mission seems to be to destroy stuff, which is pretty much what the A-Team was about. I'm not complaining, mind you. I'm just saying it's really hard to tell what the mission is and whether I'm the good guy or the bad guy. Am I B.A. Baracus or am I the nameless villain that wanted to put B.A. on a plane? B.A. hates to fly. This was the 1980s when this game came out. Maybe uh, the designers were inspired by what was going on in the world. Grenada or Nicaragua, maybe this is some sort of statement on battling the Contra rebels or whatever. My grasp of 30-year-old history is a little weak. Please don't email me to tell me I'm an idiot because I don't remember who the Contras are. Maybe they're reaching farther back. Maybe this is a World War II thing. Although the design of the ships and and the helicopters and things don't really say World War II to me. I'm not even sure they really had a lot of helicopters in World War II. I suppose they probably had some. I don't know. Military historian could probably tell me that after they're done yelling at me about my butchering of the, the uh, battle surrounding the Contras and the rebels. So maybe it's not really a military thing. Maybe this game is uh, CIA missions or DEA. Maybe we're fighting gun runners or drug dealers or something. But here's the thing. All those guys, whether they're enemy combatants or drug dealers or gun runners or something, all those guys would shoot back. The enemy in this game, you know, whether they're the good guys or the bad guys, opposite of whatever you are, they just kind of sit there or they crash into you. Their weapon, apparently, is bad driving. So, like I said, it doesn't, none of this really screams military. I think I said in that clip that I look at these boats and, and they look more like speedboats to me than, than battleships. So, you know, I'm expecting bikini girls, water skiing, that kind of thing. So we're, we're blowing up speedboats and helicopters and things. Kind of sounds more like TV shows of that era, you know, Magnum P.I. or MacGyver or The A-Team, like I said before. All those shows like to do big stories where the hero jumps in the middle of a dictatorship or drug runner, the camp of, of drug runners or something, and, and blows everything up. So that's kind of what this game looks like to me. Having said that, even though the mission is a little bit murky at best, River Raid is one of those few Atari games that actually are sort of, dare I say it, grounded in reality. 
this isn't a space alien game or a game where Cubert is trying to change colors in a pyramid or anything like that. It's you flying a plane, blowing stuff up. I wouldn't exactly call it real world, but it's real, real world-esque. You try saying that ten times fast. Maybe kind of like uh, Combat or Outlaw. Check out episode three if you want to hear more about Outlaw. But those kind of games, the setups are unrealistic and the characters are unrealistic, have unrealistic abilities, but they're kind of based on a version of real life, and River Raid kind of fits into that category too. The manual, or should I say, the River Raid plan of operation, tells us we have missions, plural, on the River of No Return. Second part is clearly true. You do not return from this river. The game ends when your final fiery wreckage sinks to the bottom of what had once been a clear blue river. But what are the missions? And how do you know if you're successful? Maybe the mission is just to have fun. That works for me. So what are your thoughts? Do you understand completely what's going on in this game? If so, let me know. You can check out the show on iTunes. Leave us a review if you like what you hear. You can also catch the show now on Stitcher. Although, as I record this, not very many people, dare I say nobody, can actually check out any podcast on Stitcher right now because they're having technical problems, but hopefully those will be resolved quickly. You can check out our website at ataribytes.libson.com. Remember, Bytes in Atari Bytes is spelled B-Y-T-E-S. Leave us a review on iTunes, as I said. Leave us a review on Stitcher once Stitcher is up and running again. If you want to tell me what an idiot I am about uh, recent past history, or give me a military history lesson, or tell me why the what these vehicles in this game actually are, email me at ataribytes2016 at gmail.com. You can like the show on Facebook. You can follow the show at Atari Bytes on Twitter, or follow me personally at Carnival of Glee on Twitter. My thanks to Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com for the Creative Commons use of his music, Take a Chance, Reformat, and Pinball Spring. And as always, go play some old games. They've missed you.